You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Well, you're all welcome this morning to Prevailing Women. Where is your ululating? I did not hear you. You are welcome to Prevailing Women. Hallelujah. God has been so good to us. Amen. As Prevailing Women, we've seen his hand. Glory be to God. And, in, you know, I know that there's some people who are here for the first time. I want to welcome you especially. Amen. And I want to tell you, I said, we are prevailing women. We are women with the backbone of steel. Amen. And so we have this backbone of steel because we don't give up and we don't give in to the wiles of the enemy. We are women that the enemy has tried all kinds of things, but we are still standing today. Amen. You know, it's so incredible. So many years ago when the Lord spoke to me and he, he called us, he called us by name. He called us by, he called us prevailing women. Women that have the ability to overpower any situation. You have the ability to overcome every situation. And so I'm so thankful to God. And he said to me, I want you to raise those women, women with the backbone of steel. And over the years, I have seen you. I have seen you fully equipped. I have seen you raised. I have seen the enemy try stuff. But I've seen you stand formidable and say, no, 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 no. You cannot get me. You cannot get my family. You cannot get anything that concerns me. You cannot even get my nation. Are you following so we are so thankful to God for calling us by name, prevailing women, women with the backbone of steel. Amen. We are celebrating National Women's Day. Oh, well, it's Women's Month. It's incredible that we dedicate a whole month to women. A whole month to women. You know, don't confuse it with International Women's Day. I've done that before. You would think I haven't been here long, okay? but it's an incredible month where we celebrate those are women with backbones of steel. Amen. Women who got up about maybe 20,000 of them who got up and went to the union building. Women who marched and said, you know what? Enough is enough. Amen. Enough is enough. This legislation, all of the things that they are saying to us, we cannot go this way with you know what is interesting about that? The fact that there could have been a massacre. Amen. And they knew there could have been bloodshed. Amen. But there were women who said, irrespective of what could happen, I go. Amen. You know how we say, Amen. we move. Irrespective, we move, we go. And so they stood up and they went. And you are like that woman. You are like those 20,000 that stood up and you continue to stand and go. So we want to honor them. We celebrate them. And we want to celebrate you too. Amen. I, I don't know if there is a better person to speak to us this Women's Month. <laughs> because this is also a woman who will stand her ground. Amen. She's not a stranger to us. We know her. We know her very well. She's been here in person. I, I wish maybe your faith, we need to activate our faith so that suddenly she's sitting here. I just, you know, 
but she's here with us online. And I, I, I really, I wrote down some things that I want to read. Hallelujah. Amen. So a, a very a strong woman. Amen. Amen. An advocate for women. Hallelujah. Amen. Reverend Grace Ayedogon. A youth empowerment advocate. Amen. A human rights advocate. Amen. <laughs> a pastor, a public speaker, a life coach, a marriage counsel, a counseling expert. Amen. Glory to God. She's a wife. She's a mother. She's an intense worship leader. How many can testify? An intense worship leader. I mean, etc., etc. There is so much we can say about this woman of God that has honored us this morning. To say, yes, I will come bring the word to you. I will speak what the Lord is saying to me for prevailing women in Midran, South Africa. I am blessed. I am honored. I don't even know how to begin to say how thankful I am that we are connected to this strong woman of God. And that today she can come and she can bring the word of God to us. Can we stand to our feet? As we welcome I need more, I need more, I need more, hallelujah, thank you ma'am, hallelujah, thank you, blessed be the name of the Lord, Amen. glory and honor, be ascribed unto him, the king of kings, the lord of lords, the mighty one, the glory and the lifter up of our head. Amen. It's my joy to be with you today. Amen. Thank God for technology. To God be the glory that I can be here with you live. If you are happy and you know it, come on, shout hallelujah. Can you please take your seat in God's wonderful presence? I want to congratulate you for the South African Women's Day, uh, Women's Month. I want to congratulate you because you are one of the women in the world that have breakthrough. You have breakthrough as far as women is concerned. Amazing, amazing, powerful women. And especially in the church, Every nation midrand, you are part of the people that, 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 that have broken through. And I have known your pastor, Pastor Uba, and Pastor Eric, but especially since we are women, Pastor Uba. So it's, it's, it's an honor to, to be with you today. So I've been asked to talk with you and um, I've been wondering, what will I be able to say to these wonderful women, strong women, women of worth today, just to make sure in the realm of the spirit, there is a push further in life so that you can do what God asks you to do. 
There's nothing greater than knowing the purpose of God and walking in that purpose of God. And so today I title my short sharing, Diverse Spiritual Energy. Diverse Spiritual Energy Levels. You know, there are levels in life. There are gauges in life. I want you to be able to operate, just like your pastor said, that you have a backbone of iron. That's a strong one. Diverse spiritual energy is what I want to share with you. So, and I pray that the law will grant you understanding in Jesus' name. Now, the season we live in, and this days and generation need some kinds of spiritual stamina. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10 says something very crucial, very, very important. And I read it from here. He says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. I pray by the power in the name of Jesus. By leaving this place today, your strength level will have increased in the name of Jesus Christ. If you ever fail in the days of adversity, it means you have not been listening maybe to the word, the word of your pastor, the word of people around you, if not, you will have gains of spiritual energy. But this Bible says, if you faint, that is to let you know there are days of adversity and the strength of yesterday may not be enough for today. So you need to kind of re re increase your spiritual energy. You will agree with me that there is a global environmental toxic. Everywhere around you, toxics. It takes a spiritual woman to rise above the toxic environment and also remain insane. And your sanity maintained. So you be you will still be able to fulfill purposes. Your spiritual energy will never allow you to get to depression. Some people are easily depressed. But for those whose spiritual energy levels are strong, will never get to depression. They will never lose their joy. They will never have negative influence. Not because negative influences are not around. When you have spiritual energy, you can influence your family for good. Now, listen to me, women. Women of worth. You cannot stay at a low place for too long. You need to rise up. Rise up from where you are now. From now going forward. You can't fly low. 
You can't fly in the middle of the air. You have to fly at a very high altitude. Because whether you like it or not, there are forces waiting for an opportune time to attack you. If you read the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 13, talking about the temptation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is our great example, whose example we should follow. Looking up to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, which means if you look into Jesus, if you look into the life of Jesus and you do what Jesus did, you are going to be okay. Now, this scripture says, now when the devil had ended every temptation, remember Jesus was God in the flesh. Jesus, the deity of Jesus says he was God from eternity and he will be God till eternity. But now he came into the flesh. You know, once you find yourself in the flesh, you are subject to trials and temptation. So the Bible says, we don't want to, to go into other scriptures. It says, when the devil had ended every temptation, which you know, he departed from him until when? Until when? Until an opportune time. Which means whether Jesus like it or not, the devil will surely come back. Every form of temptation will come to us. Every level of test will come to us. The devil will come in the area of finances to attack us. The devil will come in the area of relationship. The devil will come in form of adversity. The devil will come in time of sicknesses. The devil will bring problems. But if the devil meets a woman that has spiritual energy level, just like Jesus defeated Satan, so you are going to defeat all your enemies in Jesus' name. I just hope you are hearing me. In Isaiah 40, verse 28, we are introduced to an incredible and exciting God, which you and I serve. He says, have you not known? It's like the way you live, the way you behave, your body language and everything, the confession of your mouth is not showing us that you know. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he neither faints nor is weary. He's understanding. Is unsearchable. His understanding is unsearchable. That is the God we serve. 
That is the God we have to deal with. There is no dull moment with him. In wisdom, in strength, in understanding. Recently, I was ministering in a, pl a place and I was describing to them the activity around the throne. And I said to them, there is no throne room of God. There's rather a throne room of God because the earth is his footstool. If his whole earth is the footstool, then you can just imagine how massive, how big the throne is. And that is where he sits and governs the earth. That is where he sits and, and follow and sees the activity of the devil. That is where God sits and bring command and lift some up and bring some down. That is where God sits and rule in the affairs of men and give the kingdom to whosoever he wills, even the meanest also. So our God is exciting. Our God is incredible. Our God is not weary. Our God does not give up. So when we talk about having a, 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 being a prevailing woman and having a, an iron steel on your back, it is because you are resembling your God, your father, the maker of the ends of the earth, the creator of the earth, is neither weary nor faint. So you have to tap into that spiritual energy below so that your life will not remain the same. Spiritual energy is like building your house upon a solid rock. We're not going there, but in Matthew 27, 24, 24 to 27 talks about how the wise person build upon the solid rock. Your life has to be built upon a solid rock. There is a story I will not be able to illustrate in your language because it's in my local language. But that story says there are some women, they are just empty. Just touch them, nothing is there. But there are some women also that carries weight. What is destroying marriages today is because some people just fall in love and they just want to marry whosoever cares to marry them. And they think uh, it's going to be, you know, jolly, jolly every day. They don't know that it takes a spiritual woman to build a family. Now I have established the foundation for this message. So let's begin to see how do you build your spiritual energy level? How do you stay up there without coming down? How do we do in the face of temptation and adversities? Number one I have here says, be like a river. Be like a river. In John 7, 38, let's see. You have to be like a river. You cannot be stagnant. You cannot be a swamp. Amen. You cannot be a pond. Let me tell your neighbor, be a river. It says, he who believes in me, 
That's John 7:38. As the scripture has said, out of his heart, say that. Not out of his head. Not out of his sister's head, not out of the pastor, out of this individual's heart, we flow. Rivers. Amen. Living water. Amen. Amen. So you have to be a river. You must be a river by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Nothing compares. So the flow of the Holy Ghost. Thank God this is a praying church. Thank God this is a tongue-talking church. Thank God this is the church that we pray in the spirit, that we flow in the anointing. This is what will make you to stay up there without coming down. Be a river. Amen. The river is energetic. Amen. River always flow. It is river that brings freshness. When you are a river, when people see you, they see the freshness of the Holy Spirit. They see the energy of the Holy Spirit. You can't be a pond. It is forbidden for you to be a swamp. By the power in the everlasting life of God, I release freshness upon your life. I release the flow of the Spirit upon your life. I release the power of the Holy Ghost that you will flow in the anointing. You will flow in the Spirit. Whatever may hit you, you are flowing. For out of you is flowing the river, the living water, the living, water, the living water, the living water, the living water flowing through you, flowing through your mouth, flowing through your life in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. It is forbidden for you to remain stagnant. It is forbidden. Tell somebody, it's not a suggestion. It is forbidden. You cannot, you, you, we cannot find you where we left you. It is not even where we left you yesterday that you will be. You must be a river. The river of God Amen. must flow through you. That's why we pray in tongues in First Corinthians 14. I love that scripture a lot. I love it a lot. Verse 1, First Corinthians 14, verse 1, I say, for them, is it verse one or verse go to verse where say when I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit I'm not for he who speak that's verse two in a tongue he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men oh. Can you tell your sister when I'm praying in the spirit? When I pray in the spirit, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> it's not about you. And I was saying during, I mean, 
Paul the apostle will say, if you want to pray in tongue, because there will be unbeliever there, maybe they can interpret. I said, now we are in the majority in the church. Amen. So we are no longer careful about speaking in tongues. If I speak in tongues, I'm not talking to men. And it goes further to say, for no one understand him. So don't even seek to understand what I'm saying. What is this person saying? Why is he saying Makaro, Makaro? In the realm of the spirit, one word is a bomb. Amen. So don't even begin to join or judge your speaking in tongues. Just go ahead and speak it. For no one understand him. However, in the spirit, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. That's what it means to flow as a river. You know, sometimes, sometimes, when situations and circumstances hit you, don't even think about it. Tongue it out. Amen. Let the river of God Amen. flow to you. Number two Amen. that I will be talking about says speak the word only. If you want your Amen. spiritual energy level to rise, speak the word. Amen. Not your feelings. Yeah. Speak the word, not your feeling. Many times when we speak the word, we are not feeling good. But it is not about feeling. <laughs> it is about what the word of God says. Doesn't the word of God, your Bible, doesn't it say, like him that is weak, say, I am strong. Speak the word, not your mentality. Speak the word, not your reality. You know, if I have to be real, you know, we have to be real. Now, non-believers may be real. We believers, the word of God is our realities. What the word says is what we hold on to. Speak the word, not your opinions. Speak the word. Not what your friends are saying. Proverbs 18.21 What does it say? What you speak is your portion. It said death and life are in the power of the tongue. That is to say your tongue is not just meant to eat and enjoy chocolate or coffee. Your tongue on your tongue is the power of life and death. If you say you are dead, you are dead. If you say you are poor, you are poor. But the word says, let the weak say I am strong. Amen. The word says, let the poor say I am rich. Speak the word, not the opinion of your friend. Amen. Now, is your word versus the word of the enemy? Because the enemy comes, he speaks. He brings suggestions. That's why the Bible calls it the wiles of the devil. 
Hallelujah. So when he comes and he speaks his word, your answer is the word of God. What does the word say about your healing? When you see yourself sick, by his stripes, we are healed. Yes, yes. That's what the word says. Amen. You speak the word in the face of adversity. You speak the word when it seems nothing is available. When there is no food in the house, you speak the word. When Jesus wanted to see 5,000 people, what do we have here? We have five loaves of bread and two fishes. He spoke the word of God to eat and it multiplied. Amen. When there was to be a miracle in the house of the prophet in the Old Testament, but the husband was oi debtors, the man of God said, what do you have in the house? It's just a bottle of oil. He said, go and do this. So according to the instruction of the man of God, provision was made. Amen. The word of God is powerful. And there are many scriptures that attest to this, which we'll not be able to quote today. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three points that I have for your spiritual energy level is for you to always be grateful. <laughs> Amen. Attitude of gratitude. Attitude of Amen. gratitude. Beloved, even if you have a rough day, give God a praise. Amen. Even if things are not the way you want them to be, be grateful. Give thanks. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. It says, In everything, Say with me everything. everything. Good or bad. Okay. In everything. Do what? Give thanks. Why? Because this is the will of God. Amen. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Because sometimes temptation may be intense. Adversity may be strong. God is working something for you. So if you begin to complain and murmur, you know some people, when they wake up and see themselves alive, the first thing they do is to hish. They hish. And I was asking my little, my little daughter, I said, if someone wakes up and hears, what does it mean? She said, it's a disrespect to God. So my daughter said, it's a disrespect to God. When you wake up and you hear, because he gave you another day, and you are not grateful. Wow. If you wake up 
and see yourself alive. It means God has given you another day. And someone says, another day, another miracle. Another day, another miracle. Yes, Lord. Amen. When you see yourself alive, it is another oxygen that God has pumped into you. God has breathed into you. You know what oxygen does to the body. You breathe out and you breathe in. And you breathe out and you breathe in. And that is where life is. Amen. It is spiritual oxygen. Amen. You know, praise and gratitude unlocked doors. So the doors that have been closed against you will begin to open. Psalm 118, verse 24. Let's read it. Psalm 118. Verse 24. And then we will read Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It unlocked though. You remember it was in the prison that Paul and Silas began to praise the Lord. They praise him. They praise the Lord. And the doors that was locked became open. The door became open. The door became open. So when you praise God, when you give him gratitude, the doors that are locked opens. Praise and gratitude means open door. In Lamentation chapter 3, verse 33, he says, your, 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 your mercy, they are new every morning. So when you wake up in the morning, the mercy of God comes anew. It comes afresh. When you wake up in the morning, the mercy of God is renewed. So as you search yourself, Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I know the day is holding a lot of miracles for me. I know today there will be fulfillment of prophecies in the name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Let's just take a little more time to pray in the spirit. Let's take a little time to pray in the spirit. I'm in Jesus mighty name we pray Amen. 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 Another point I want to make, it is pray always if you want to build your spiritual energy and preach spiritual level. You pray always. I want to read from Jeremiah 
from Jeremiah chapter 30, 33, verse 1 to 3. That place says, Call upon me, and I will answer you. Hallelujah. Call upon me, and I will answer you. That is verse 3. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Call upon me. Praying always is what builds your spiritual energy. Sisters, ladies, not pray over a meal. Not pray over a meal. The only prayer many people know how to pray is pray over a meal. What is prayer? Prayer is divine intervention. Amen. You can do so many things on your own. You are so intelligent. You are powerful. You get it all fixed out. You are so perfect. You can plan 10 years together. You can, you, you can plan a whole year. You can have your budget in place. But beloved of God, you need divine intervention. So prayer is divine intervention. Prayer is to say, God, whatever I have, whatever I can do, I still need you. I will always need you. Amen. This Jeremiah said, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that you know not. Beloved, it means there are many other things about your life, about your country, about your children, about your husband that you do not know. Amen. Amen. But when you pray, he shows you great and mighty things. May I say to you that prayer is also a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. Amen. Prayer is strength. For the past 97 or 98 days now, every day here in Nigeria, we have been doing what we call Prayer awakening. Every day. And mind you, we are not even praying for things. We are not praying for needs. We are just praying and interceding on behalf of our nation and other nations and praying every day. And we don't know when we are going to stop until God says stop. I was talking to some groups of people. You know, in those days when we are praying, we're praying in, in, in three days, we say God say he has had. And some people will just come with word of prophecy. God said there, say, why are you bothering yourself? I've heard. <laughs> but in days to come, and as soon as you get into some days, you just realize God has not done anything. Because we have not prayed enough. 
So we keep praying. That's why some people call it push. Pray until something happens. Yes. If you can put that Jeremiah 33 verse 3, put it. Call to me. And I will answer you and show you great and mighty things. I pray in the name of Jesus. As you begin to pray and top up your spiritual level, you will begin to receive and see and have insight and have miracles of great and mighty things in Jesus' name. James chapter 5. I love James chapter 5. I will soon stop. I lost James chapter 5, verse 16. He said, confess your, your trespass to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. He said, the effective, fervent, not dull, effective and fervent because some people will just say you don't have to shout you don't have to be fervent there's some prayer you are praying you will be sweating there's some prayer you are praying you will vibrate yes it will discover that the world will rest you not against flesh and blood that the world rest you in some other translation say we vibrate Yes. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Amen. So we must pray. Go ahead to other verses. He said, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He wasn't different from us. And he prayed earnestly. He prayed earnestly. He prayed earnestly. He prayed earnestly that it will not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three Years and six months. Amen. And in verse 18, the Bible says he prayed again. And rain came. You can't pray too much. Yeah. You know, a lot of believers, I don't know, here in Nigeria, they keep saying we have prayed enough. Maybe you've had that. Haven't we prayed enough? We've been praying and praying and praying. What did your Bible say? Luke chapter 18, they say, men ought always to pray and not to faint. The question is, what is the meaning of always? It's not once in a while, at least. It means every time. You can pray in the morning, pray in the afternoon, and pray in the evening. May the spirit of supplication, the spirit of grace, the spirit of intercession come upon you Amen. now in Amen. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Second to the last point I will make, say love and serve God. You must love and serve God. You must love and serve your leaders. You know, some people will say, God, use me. God, use me. Use me for your glory. Use me in this church. Use me. Use me. 
And then when Pastor Ubana called and said, can you please help me do something? He said, why are you, they using people? <laughs> you said God to use you. And now we're saying, okay, come help. Do the work of God. You now say they're using you. So you must serve God Amen. with all your heart, with all your soul. Psalm 100 verse 2 says, serve him. Serve God. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. You must serve him. More than anything, more than money, you must serve your department. You must serve the community. Do you know I discover your, the way you show your love to God and to humanity is it, like you like people. You love people. God loves such people. Okay? In Romans chapter 12, verse 11, I will just read two more scriptures. Romans, he said, not lagging in diligence. Fervent in the spirit. There are many things we wish is not in the Bible. Because when people are fervent in the spirit, when people lighten up the atmosphere, when people are always serving, some of you women, you are the one who will go gossip. Does he think he's the only one there? Yes, I'm the only one for now. And I'm going to serve God the best way I know to serve him. I was telling people the other day, I said, you may not, you, you may not like my body language. You may not like my personality. When I get to a place, I lighten up the place. I bring atmosphere of joy, atmosphere of peace, atmosphere of worship, atmosphere of word. Are you fervent in the spirit? Serving the Lord. In Deuteronomy 10, 12. And then I will, I will read one more place. And now Israel, what does the Lord your God requires of you? But to fear the Lord your God. To walk in all his way. And to love him. And to love him. To serve the Lord your God. With all your heart. And with all your soul. If you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, you will not come down. Nothing will be able to bring you down. Nothing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Another Amen. point I want to make, talk about taking steps of faith. You have to take care of it. You know, the story we hear every time that, you know, since after COVID, I've not been able to rise up. Since after COVID, I've not even been to church. Sure. I worship online. Let me tell you, on site, is far better than online. Not for self, as forsaken. The assembly of one another as the manner of some is. 
I'm blaming it on COVID-19. How about those who are not alive? How about those who went with COVID? You are alive. And you say you worship online. You worship online. You choose bubble gum online. You go make tea online. Because you're online, there are many things you lose. Serve him with all your heart. Serve him with privacy. Take steps of faith. Nothing will happen to you. Some no church, no business, no faith equals to no strength. Faith is absolute trust in God. Not in government, not in economy, not in the news, but trust in God. May I tell you, faith is humility. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. He said, Behold, the soul that is lifted on in him he is not upright, but the just are lived by faith. You know why you live by faith and take the step of faith? Because sometimes the step God will ask you to take, you will think, Me? I can't take this step. This is not what I want. This is not what I pray for. But God said, Take this step. When Jesus told, told, told Peter, Throw your net into the deep. And a professional fisherman who has fish all night, who knows that fishes don't come in the afternoon, said, I will do it at your word. Take steps of faith. It takes humility to do that because God may lead you in a direction you don't want. In a direction that don't make sense. That don't make sense. If it is you, Lord, bid me to come. Matthew 14, 28. That is Peter. And the Lord said, he desire, come. That step of faith. When God said, go out there. Go and make this. Go and make disciple. Go and do this business. That is steps of faith. This, the last but not the least. To attain spiritual energy level and for your spiritual energy to measure up, it is by the choices you make. And these choices, they're short, they're short, so I won't take your time for that. Do you know, sisters, you have freedom to choose love over hatred? It's a choice. When you don't want, hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Amen. Yes, I just want to be sure you're hearing me. You have the freedom to choose love over hate. Amen. I don't like that, sister. Choose love. This one doesn't, I don't just go flow. Why won't you flow with your sister? Choose love over hate. Even in your home, even with your husband, choose love over hate. You have the freedom to choose growth over stagnation. Amen. It's a choice. I'm going to grow this year. I'm going to abound. 
It's called giant stride. Amen. It's a spiritual level. Mm. I choose forgiveness over revenge. Amen. I choose wealth over poverty. I choose to be positive rather than being negative. Amen. I choose to be positive. I choose joy over sadness. These are things that build your spiritual energy level. Let's bow our head as we pray. Just begin to pray in the spirit. Let's begin to pray. I want to I want to just sit down as we continue to pray. I want you to begin to pray. Bring him my paper. Go strengthen me. Go strengthen me. I give myself to you. I give myself to you. I give my energy to you. I give my substance to you. I give my heart to you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. As I was preparing this message, the Lord said we should pray against the spirit of death. Every attempt of the enemy Amen. to take you out yeah. is annulled in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You will live, you will not die. To so declare the power and the glory of God. We bind you, spirit of death, in whatever form, whether through accident, through sickness through poverty in the name of Jesus we bind you we bind you laborable all forms of death in the name of Jesus I bind you and I cast you out in the name of Jesus you spirit of death come out get out 
You will live to take care of yourself, to take care of your family, to take care of your children, to take care of the things of God in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. The Lord will have me tell some few of you, not very much, that are losing hope, not to lose hope. Amen. Not to lose hope. Amen. Because the Lord said to tell you, even though things look hopeless, but I know the thought I have towards you. They are thought of good and not of evil. To give you an expected hand. Maybe you have hope for so many things. From my experience with God, help is on your way. Miracles are on your way. You are going to receive a phone call. You are going to receive a letter. Someone is going to get in touch with you. I command that your hope be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. There is someone that the Lord is giving you an exceptional ability to help people. Exceptional ability to cancel. When you speak, it will be like Water is poured in a desert. Receive this ability today in the name of Jesus Christ. To all of you, the Lord said to tell you that there are greater things ahead of you, that your life is not going to remain the same, that you have gone ahead to make the crooked places straight. To fill every valley, to break down every mountain of obstruction in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you. I thank you for these ladies. I thank you for these your daughters. I thank you for what you are doing. I thank you for what you are set to doing. I thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in their life. That which we do, we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray from now on, you will increase them spiritually in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone that has come to appear before you this morning, I pray that we move from grace to grace, from glory to glory, and from strength to strength. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. As I hand over to Pastor Uba, God bless you. Love you. See you very soon.
Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.